Welcome to The Average Shepherd. My name is Father Sam French. Today is the 2nd of November, which means it is All Souls Day. The month of November is a special time in the church's year where we call to mind all those loved ones who have died. Now, Christians have always prayed for the dead, and it's said that in the, even in the early Christian catacombs, small prayers can be found etched into the walls for the deceased loved ones. From what I've read, All Souls Day began as a special liturgical day about a thousand years ago when monks in monasteries would in a special way remember those in their order who had passed away. Then hundreds of years later, in the wake of World War I, when death was so deeply impressed on everyone's lives, Pope Benedict XV expanded this feast day and in order to meet the demand, allowed priests to celebrate up to three masses for the dead on this very day. Nowadays, All Souls Day, I think, serves as a reminder for several truths. First of all, All Souls Day reminds us that we are connected to those who have gone before us. It's not like we in our own lives are independent islands, isolated individuals simply existing on our own in the world. Who we are now as people is the result of an untold number of men and women before us. Those who have gone before us have all left their mark on our lives in different ways, whether it be in our appearance, our mannerisms, our attitudes, perhaps even our faith and our virtues. If we go back just 11 generations in our own family, each of us as individuals is the combined product of 1,024 individual souls, all who had unique lives, occupations, hopes, dreams, struggles, tragedies, and loves. If a single one of those unique persons with lives totally of their own, was removed from this equation, we would not be who we are. In fact, we wouldn't be at all. In that sense, we are deeply connected, even in a natural way, to all of those who have gone before us, despite the reality of death which may separate us now. Second, All Souls reminds us that we continue having a profound impact on other people in the present. In ways that are deep and sometimes invisible to our eyes, We are influencing and shaping the lives of those around us by our words, our actions, our manner of life, and especially our prayers. On a deeper level, All Saints Day and All Souls Day reminds us of the power of our baptism, which unites us together in the body of Christ in this life, but remains an unbroken bond even through death. We set this day aside today in particular to pray for those who have died before us. We do this because our responsibilities to those who have died don't end with that person's earthly life. As Christians, we still have an obligation to hold up their souls to the Lord in prayer, interceding especially for those souls in purgatory, being purified in preparation to enter the fullness of joy with God. Now, celebrating Mass for those who have died has always been for the Church the primary way for us to fulfill the commandment of love for those who have gone before us. We, of course, have our own sentiments of love towards those who have gone, but in a real concrete action-based way, we can pray for their souls. And there's no greater prayer than having a mass offered for a holy soul, especially those in purgatory. In return, through our prayer and our hope in God's mercy, even in the sadness we might feel in the face of death, we receive in return a special kind of grace and healing. We receive an increase in faith, knowing that through Christ, death does not mark the end, but the beginning of a new and a greater life with God. Now, the gospel today is a reminder that even in the face of death, as sad as it might be, in the immensity of pain that we can feel at a loved one's passing, the Lord never abandons us. In fact, he draws close to us. Luke explains that Jesus was deeply moved when he saw the widow who mourned the loss of her only son. 
Perhaps the Lord even showed outward signs of it, as when like he wept at the death of his good friend Lazarus. Jesus was not then and is not now insensitive to the suffering that stems from our love of others. He is pained with us at seeing children separated from their parents. Through his own resurrection, Jesus overcame death so as to open for us the door to eternal and divine life and to reunite those who love one another in the kingdom of heaven. Yet this is only made possible for us when we are united with Christ, when we unite our lives to him in faith, hope, and charity. So let's pray for ourselves today and also for our loved ones that in life or in death, we may be ever more united with Christ. Lord God, we thank you for the gift of life and for the blessing of loved ones who have gone before us. We remember them today with love and gratitude and we pray for their souls and all souls in purgatory that they may find eternal rest in your peace. We also remember all those who died without knowing your love and we pray that they may find mercy in your sight. Lord, we entrust all the dead to your loving care. Grant that they may share in the resurrection of your Son and may come to enjoy the fullness of life with you in your kingdom. We ask this in the holy name of Jesus through the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to help me spread the word in The Average Shepherd, you can do so by sharing this online or with anyone you think might benefit. Thank you and God bless.